You're listening to the Worst of the Worst podcast. This is part two of our Worst Serial Killer series. If you haven't already, go check out part one, and we hope you enjoy. My parents wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons as a kid because it was it oh. was I was like just, I was. That Tell was us that, more about growing was, up in a Mormon household. I was that oh. fucking protected. Yeah, yeah. My parents they just didn't they just didn't you know. Did could you watch Harry Potter? I could watch Harry Potter. Yeah, that was but no not problem. The Simpsons. Because The Simpsons was occasionally like, crude, w- crude, you know. But they were happy with witchcraft. There's not a lot of logic. There was not <laughs> that goes on. My the logic is not my mom's strong suit. Let's put it. To put it. I was allowed to watch pretty much any, and just because my mom didn't know. Because you're the youngest. You're the or you're the youngest, right? As well, they, they care the least they, they about care you. The least, yeah. They I had to fight to watch South Park, and my brother got to watch it when he was like eight. You know what I mean? Like I had to fucking fight. To yeah. watch South Park, right? The youngest, like whatever. At that point, it's already done. Your parents right. seem pretty like aware of media. They've gotten better as they've aged. Okay, certainly. But at the time, not so good. Not so good. I convinced my dad to buy me an Eminem CD because he was like, "Oh, my son's interested in music." I mean, he had no idea who Eminem was, and I put it on the stereo once, and then he snapped my disc. <laughs> <laughs> I remember listening to an Eminem song when I was a little kid. A little kid. Can't remember which song it is, and. <laughs> I said to my mum and dad that I'd listen to this song, I love it, I'll show you it. And he sat down, like, <laughs> imagine a little kid who's going to get up and do your dance or something like that. So I sat down, ready, and I started doing the song. My mum and dad are looking at me, and I just go, duh, 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 duh. you can suck my fucking cock. <laughs> and I can still remember my dad went, whoa, and like got up out of the seat. I don't know what he was trying to do, but he like got up out of the seat and like grabbed me like, no, 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 no. I had no idea what I was saying. <laughs> no, I had no idea what a cock was. When when I remember in middle school hearing Eminem for the first time, and that was she was transgressive. That was the coolest. That was so fucking cool. Mm. Yep. Like, yeah. oh my god, could it could it doesn't get any fucking cooler? Middle school was such like a, a oddly beautiful time. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because you're you're just smart enough to understand, like start to understand some things, but you're Ooh. still you're still really a kid. Like there's yeah like, no. Like the world just kind of opens up. Like that's the first time you're like, "Whoa, there's a lot going on here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's endless. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> but you're also like you're you're not. At least I wasn't smart enough to realize how little I actually knew. You know what I mean? Like it, it all just. What age did you guys get the internet in South Africa? I probably had free access when I was like twelve. Like I could go onto a computer on the internet at like twelve, but like John, you're about a hundred, so you have to like put it in context for us. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> going through my first divorce when <laughs> we got AOL. Yeah. I remember, uh, I think I was like eight or nine. You guys don't, you guys probably don't remember the sounds that it made of a dial-up. Does it still make that in South Africa? Is no, that, that was fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, dude. That's actually our national anthem. <laughs> Do you guys ever have Napster? Napster. Is that With the way you got the, the free music. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have that. You just like, just destroy your computer and you don't even care. You know? Oh uh, yeah, like, you try to it. download a Lil Wayne song, but it's just black cock. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just whatever. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, it's worth it. It's worth it. LimeWire was my thing. Mm. Yeah. LimeWire was good. Yeah. LimeWire was what yeah. you went to after Napster got shut down. It's like, oh, well, that's yeah. okay because there's LimeWire. Mm-hmm. Frostwire was that a thing? Oh, I didn't. Have I think that might have been a thing. I remember downloading a game and I didn't know what megabytes were, and I was like, "Oh, it's Counter Strike, six hundred megabytes." But I know that's a game, and a megabyte was two rand in South Africa, so six hundred megabytes was <laughs> one thousand two hundred rand when I was ten. That's like it was a lot of zeros. Damn, just, just a lot of zeros. I still dad haven't learned that? how to count. To be fair, how did your dad take that? Was he, did he? I took it with a beating to my ass. <laughs> 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 so, Maddie, which serial killer did you end up going with? Well. 
I decided to go with Harold Shipman. Um, I mean, I'm from the UK. I thought I'd bring a British serial killer. You know, got to be patriotic, haven't you? Uh, yeah, so Harold Shipman, better known as Dr. Death or the Angel of Death. Wow, he's got a sweet moniker. Uh, it's a good name, isn't it? It's oh. a good name. I like Big Shippy. Big Shippy's good, yeah. <laughs> Shippo. <laughs> the Big Ship. Old Shippy. <laughs> the captain. That's, that's the admiral. That's sick. We can't. This has to be cut. This definitely has Please to be cut. Please cut this. <laughs> this will be in the outtakes for our Patreon. Please follow us on Patreon and subscribe. It's only a dollar a month. <laughs> Nobody's going to sponsor us. We'll never make money off this. Yeah, so Harold Shipman um, was a doctor in the UK. Now, he was born in 1946 in Nottingham. Born into a working-class family, lived in a council estate, uh, and he was, like, a pretty smart kid. He went to a grammar school, which is, like, a school you got to take a test for in England. Like a private school, basically. Yeah, well, you don't have to pay. You have to be smart. You have to take a test. Oh, and then the state sponsors the education. So it's, like, a public what? school for, for smart kids. Exactly, yeah. Oh, like, oh okay. Yeah. Sorry that's so that. fucking... Wow, that's... that's You don't have that? No, like, you, you have to... I mean, there are, like, honors programs in America or whatever. Like, I mean, obviously, they, you know... They let they let the smart kids know, yeah. and the, they let the dumb kids know, right? They they oh. they make they make it clear, but they don't you don't go to a different school. No, I mean it's it, it's pretty good to get into one of these schools. My brother got into a grammar school. I didn't. Yeah, give me. Shit. I mean, yeah, I it's, that's obvious. We don't let I the just, listeners decide I for themselves. I just missed out, but yeah. So in <laughs> Liverpool, Bluecoat is the the grammar school, and yeah, my brother got in. But uh, but it is a good way for like it could be a good way for you know working class kids to get a chance in life. You'll never know, right? I'll never know. I'll never know. You're right. You're right. Was uh, what, was Shipman's family like a wealthy family or middle class family? No, um, his dad was a lorry driver, I okay. believe, and his mum. I can't remember what his mum did. And a lorry is a is an American truck, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and a South African bucky. All right, a bucky, a bucky, a bucky, a bucky, b a k k i e, a bucky, a bucky. Fuck you. Sounds it, like, that sounds like a little a little kid's word, like a bucky. <laughs> It just sounds like something. Okay. Truck. Truck. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, man. Get in the truck. <laughs> Get in the truck, boy. <laughs> Get in, sorry, man. Continue. Yeah. So, born in Nottingham to a working class family, his parents were devout Methodists, apparently. Mm. And he went to a grammar school. Very capable young man. Good at sports. Was known to be a bit of a recluse, but was like quite a fairly like popular, competent, smart, sporty young man, and that charming. I. I don't know if he's like Ted Bundy kind of charming. Sure. Um, but definitely, yeah, he was well liked. Okay. He was definitely well liked. And then his mum died when he was 17. His mum was terminally ill. Uh, I think she had lung cancer. And it's often talked about because he was very close to his mum and the doctor would make home visits just as he would later do and I would see. give morphine to his mum, which was also Shipman's method of killing people he would give people lethal doses of morphine later on. But that's what this doctor would do with his mum. So it often gets talked about because yeah. maybe this was some Some on. early exposure. Of course. I mean, look, I, I also think he was probably born a monster as well. Yeah. But sort of may have went on here. Uh, so from that, I think that may have kind of inspired him to get into to medicine and to become a doctor. So he goes, studies to become a doctor in Leeds. And then gets his first uh, 
post in a GP practice, a general practitioner. Okay. So like a, a a doctor you go see with for a common cold. Exactly. That guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah Your yeah. family doctor. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So he got a post doing that somewhere in Yorkshire for a year, and then he was caught stealing pethidine, which is a painkiller. Um. At what age was this? Um. Oh. So he was born in '46. This was in '74. So what is he? Late twenties. There is he. Math is hard, John. Go. No, yeah, 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 it'd be 28, 28, 29, I think, that, am I right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he was caught nicking pethidine, this painkiller, so they sacked him, uh, okay. and obviously he was addicted to it. Uh, so they sacked him, he got a £600 fine, and he had to go to rehab, and then when he was over that, he got a job in Hyde, near Manchester. Okay. So this is in, I think, 1975. This is when he starts killing so his killing span. Sorry, on. if I may interrupt. So, like, how long was he a general practitioner before they estimate he started killing? Um, I think it started pretty much straight away. Oh fuck! Okay. Yeah. So I don't think he did it in his first post. Okay. Where he was at just for a year. Yeah. Um, if he did, they haven't found out. Yeah. But no, I think it starts when he gets the post in Hyde. Okay. So he's killing people from seventy-five to ninety-eight. In 1993, he started his own medical practice where he was the only doctor. And that's when it kind of went exponential. Yeah. And that's when he had kind of more license to do it because obviously there's no other doctors around to oh, yeah, he be is like, the agent you know, there's, a, change, yeah. there's an awful lot of elderly women dying under your area. But obviously when he was doing his own practice, that's that was easier to, to cover happen. up. Exactly, exactly. So he, all in all, from the years that he was a GP, 498 people died in his care. Fuck, and how many of those do they reckon are intentional? So the police say that they can prove that 218 were definitely killed 218? by 218? Yeah, and then because obviously there was probably more, but it's difficult to prove. If you go on Wikipedia, it will say estimated 250. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's the f- number that gets thrown around as 250, but I'm, they they claim they can prove 218. I'm sure you will maybe explain this later, but how many was he convicted and how many was he convicted of killing? Like how much? So initially, I think he was charged with, I think it's 15. It's uh, still quite 13 high. That's 15. still quite fucking yeah, high. So he was, 15 too many. 15 yeah. too many. Fuck. So they they did an investigation on him, which came back with that they didn't charge and they didn't prosecute. So he was first reported by, I believe it's a taxi driver who was often like taking old women to, to and from stuff and like, yeah stuff like that. And he was noticing uh, like a lot of these women were dying. Uh, and also the local funeral home as oh, wait, well. So this was a regular taxi driver that would, like, yeah. he was a frequent hospital yeah. drive-by yeah. taxi. Yeah. Okay, fuck, okay. So Sorry, he continue. reported them to the police, and also so did the local funeral home, who, again, were just, like, this uh, uh, unusual number of people, almost always elderly women. I think 80% of his victims are elderly women. I feel like unusual is understatement of the year, dude. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? An awful lot. I mean, these women would be found dead in their chairs, on their sofas, whatever, like sitting up, fully clothed, which apparently is a very unusual way. Way to go. Yeah, like not in bed, um, all in the same kind of circumstances. Sure. But yeah, so they first reported them. Police investigated it, but didn't tell him that they were investigating him. Okay. 
and it came back with nothing. So basically what he would do is he would go and pay these home visits and then he would give them lethal doses of morphine. And then he it would... wasn't always morphine. So in the last case, the last known case, the one that he really fucked up on and got caught for, um, they found traces of heroin Heavy. in a bloodstream. And he claimed that she was a heroin addict, which if you look at this woman is fucking laughable. Like she's just a normal old woman. Run of the mill housewife. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, like typical nan type of thing. Uh, and he claimed that she was, you know, going to drug Asthma, dealers yeah, and like, buying yeah. heroin. Yeah. But I think his favorite thing was morphine. Yeah. So he'd give a lethal dose of it and then he was responsible for the death certificate. So he would falsify it after oh. the fact, after the event. Yes, yeah, yeah. And claim poor health, which actually wasn't true. Would the coroners not find an excessive amount of morphine in their systems? Like, surely, do they not perform autopsies? Or is he the one performing the I, autopsy? I, I, or like, I, I, how does I that work? I think he's the one doing this stuff. That's uh, the problem. Fuck. So, I'm not 100% certain on that, but I think that is the problem, is he is responsible for the death certificate. That's why it was sure. so easy so for him. That's changed. Part. So, in the aftermath of this case, that's now changed. Yeah. And the way death certificates work in the UK are different now because of this. Um, A, a few things happened after this so like apparently like solo gp surgeries are not illegal but because of all the like safeguard and stuff now in place for like monitoring each other it, they don't really happen it, you think he just, was the one that set the precedent for that it, yes okay. yeah apparently yeah um apparently there was even a bit of a problem afterwards with doctors under prescribing drugs because they were so fearful exactly yeah so um so yeah so the first investigation comes to nothing and then one of his patients was a woman called Kathleen Grundy and he tampered with her will so she was not going to leave any money to her children and she was going to leave £386,000 to Harold Shipman now I don't think that was like the I don't think he did that that was his motive for killing I don't think he got into serial killing to take wills because they would have picked that up earlier they would have picked that up earlier i think he got like a bit arrogant by the end of it uh he's untouchable he's yeah. dr death i mean yeah. after 200 something you gotta think you're yeah all the police all the people who've dealt with him say that he is really arrogant like he just speaks down to them he, he, he believes he's you know so much smarter than them and stuff like that I mean, at that point you're playing god that is what you're doing right. you, he is, the arrogance yeah. comes with the territory yeah yeah. So Kathleen Grundy's daughter went to the police saying that this was very suspicious, um, that all the money was left to the doctor. So the police reopened the investigation and then uh, he was found guilty of, I think it was 15 murders. Uh, obviously, there's been investigations done since, which have found that there was a lot more than that. A, a, a lot more than that. <laughs> a lot more. So he killed himself in prison. The day before his 58th birthday. Do you know how? Hung himself with his bed sheets. Oh, wow. Um, and it's thought, he said to another prisoner that, and I don't know why this is the case, but basically he was entitled to a National Health Service, an NHS pension. While but, he was in prison? Yeah, so, and again, I don't know why, but when he turned 60, it was going to, um, be void and his wife was not going to be entitled to it sure. but if he died before 60 she would be I don't know why uh, okay. I found that weird but that was the case and is there any mention of like how much his wife knew about this while it was going on she claimed that she was completely ignorant to it um, and there is letters so she maintained his innocence 
And then there is letters that she sent to him while he was in prison saying, like, no matter what, you have to tell me what happened now. Okay. So I think maybe she didn't know. I, I think she may have not known. I, I think lots of these men purposely pick women who are naive or not Submissive. that bright. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, yeah, there are lots of, I mean, didn't John Wayne Gacy's wife, like, she was like, there are weird smells in the basement, but I don't know why. It's, you know, like... She was probably terrified of him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you would be. Like, if he is as arrogant as they describe, I wouldn't want to be around a narcissist like that all the yeah. time. It's fucking... It's training. It's toxic. Right. So I can imagine. You've been married to the guy for years. Yeah, when Shipman... So he, his family, he's got... I think it's four kids. Um, and his family would advise to not bury him because people would probably, you know, go and... Desecrate the exactly, yeah. graves. Wait, so sorry, was, how many kids did he have? Four. Uh, so he was cremated out of hours secretly. Uh, his wife and four kids were the only people there. Uh, on the day he died, uh, the papers ran with, like, um, different... So some papers were, like, really jubilant about it, and then some of them were really pissed off that, like, it got on off too easy, basically. Sure. I, think, I think he only did two years in prison. Bit like your guy before he killed himself. Before he killed himself, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so a lot of people were pretty angry that you know, obviously he got away with it. Basically, yeah, yeah. he didn't get his his just punishment. But he's a fucked up one because you, you, I was looking like at the stuff that I read and watched. I was trying to see like what's his motives and stuff, and it does just seem that he was malicious, evil, enjoyed the power. Some people also spoke about how like it might have just got to the point where he was doing it that much, and it was that easy. That it was like literally, and this is mad, but it was just easier to kill them than actually treat them and work with them for an extended period of time. A- again, it comes back to that like arrogance. It's like I I couldn't be asked dealing with these patients yeah, I- I and their problems and their complaints if I just killed them. Yeah, it'd be done. And obviously, you get some sick pleasure out of it. On top of that, like we don't discount the the, the psychopath element. Of course, of course. I mean, the two play into each other. Like it's, it starts off with that weird psychotic desire to kill, and then it becomes so easy and so standard to him that he just starts to do it. I mean, two hundred and eighteen proven cases over twenty three years. He was killing a, around about ten people a year. Am I right? Have I just have I just done my maths right? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> None math. of us here are fucking math majors, math. but yeah, let's say that math, ten yeah. people a year. That's still. Sorry. Let's say he's killing around a person. Sorry, sorry, month. it's 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 sorry. Two hundred eighteen over, over twenty three years. years. Yeah, about about ten a year. Yeah. So yeah, like one one a month, less than one a month. Yeah, yeah. So it's so normal to him to do it. Like it's just not onto him. All of his suspected victims are the elderly, the frail, the sick. His youngest victim, known victim, is... Well, so it's believed he may have killed an infant, but it's not proven. But it's believed he may have killed a sick infant. Um, but he also killed a 41-year-old man who I think was severely disabled. And was it usually women? 80% though? of his victims are old women. Morbid. Yeah, and he's a doctor. Up. Yeah, that, exactly. That's the, thing. That, he's, that's he's the person that you, doctor. the one person you trust in your society, the one person that's meant to be good the man and look after you. Made an oath to fucking help people and make them better is, and he's taking that power and abusing it completely and thoroughly. How many of his victims were terminally ill? Yeah, how many were gonna die? Anyway, and maybe help I mean, them. They along. were all gonna die anyway. I mean, I mean, sorry, not to like play advocate for this fucking psycho sick man. But I like, realize, yeah, yeah. 
Do you think it, something could have sparked that, like, maybe someone approached him with the idea of, like, assisted suicide? Was there any documented case well, or something I, I, like I, that? If there is a spark other than just his own mind, I think a lot of people trace it back to his mum. Ah, okay. And yeah. the, apparently he was very, very close to his mum. And then she was terminally ill for quite a long time. And the doctor was making home visits for a long time, administering morphine. He was witnessing this, having to watch this. Uh, and then at 17, she dies. Um, so if there is some kind of trigger, maybe it's that. It's so odd. He's the only serial killer I've heard of. I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge, but he's the only serial killer I've heard of that has a good relationship with his parents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know too much about his relationship with his dad, but I didn't hear anything to say it was bad. But what it does talk about a lot is that, yeah, he was extremely close to his mum. I don't know if it's, like, strangely close. I don't think there was anything, like, untoward going on. I think he was just really close to his mum. So I think I remember either you telling me this or maybe something I read when you told me that you were doing him. But when he was being investigated, weren't a lot of his living patients defending him saying oh it could yeah. never be Harold he was a loved member of the community yeah. a trusted loved local family GP people respected him I think after the first investigation the police kind of told them off if you know what I mean like this is a respected man of our community and you should the police told yeah like oh. you shouldn't be saying this stuff about him yeah when it came back that they went when, when they were satisfied that he was innocent I think, yeah, it was a bit like um, he shouldn't be making these claims about such a... He's a well-respected member, of, member the of the community. Yeah, yeah, no, dude. He helps more than yeah. you could ever imagine. How yeah. dare you bring these allegations against him? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Hiding in plain sight. Which is Shit. why he's just so awful. He's so awful because he's in that position of trust. And yeah. the sheer numbers of people that he killed is just fucking amazing. And you got to ask yourself, like, did he become a doctor to right. kill people? You know, he's never answered that. He's never answered for his crimes. He's always, he, I think he always maintained his innocence, actually. Till his dying breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that's interesting to me is that he's, it's not sexual. Like, not sexual at all. Almost all of these guys are mm, like, sexually motivated. Are, yeah, they're very disturbed perverts. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not sexual for him. He's getting gratification in a different way. It's such a, like, it's two polar opposites in it because if he didn't get into medicine and wanted to be a doctor so that he could kill people, well, then you'd think, well, he maybe got into medicine, wanted to be a doctor so that he could help people. Maybe he just liked the control and it went from there, right? Like, mm -hmm. like doctors always get respect in every, in every culture I'm familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Doctors true. are respected, right? Like... No, no matter. I think his character would have wanted that respect. Right. Yeah. I mean, even in America, where we're a pretty flat hierarchy society, you call someone doctor when they're a doctor. You know. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, I mean, it, it, it's it's the most noble profession. It's got to be. Right. Like you, you. Oh, hi. I'm I'm I'm. You know. I'm a heart surgeon. I'm doctor, whatever. Right. You don't say I'm missed. You, you know. That's. You treat those people differently. You lead with doctor, right? You. It's that's. Yeah. It it, it gives so much respect. It, it demands so much respect, doesn't it? That role. I mean, you are you are there to help people. That's that's your whole. That's your and you're, you got to be brilliant. You're not. A, you can't be a doctor if you're dumb. You know what I mean? That's like the one thing, right? And and like every other job, you can be like, how the fuck did you get here? But I if mean, you're a doctor, you're like, oh well, you you got to be pretty fucking smart. A lot of these people, a lot of fucked up people, are 
kind of brilliant in their own ways. Sure. Because um, I'm impressed by someone who comes from a council estate and becomes a doctor. That what do you is mean impressive. by a council estate? Sorry, I didn't get that earlier. It's social housing, so it's... it's A project? I don't know what they have in... Yeah. He, call he, projects he, he came from estates. a poor neighborhood. Uh, and to go okay. from there and become a doctor, the, like, he clearly was a very intelligent man. He clearly was, like, you know, driven, dedicated, all those things. And it seems to be the case with a lot of fucked up people. Never hang around with competent, capable people. Don't worry. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't have that fear here. Not a problem here. None of us are competent. Not, <laughs> not, not a problem I have. <laughs> hang around with degenerates and you'll be I safe. came to Vietnam for a very specific at reason. At least, okay, like, I know this is more serious, but at least with degenerates, you know what you're getting. Yeah, what you see is what you get because they ain't got the capacity for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it can't possibly be. We just listened to the Toy Box Killer. I don't, I don't know anything about your killer. Um... I would rather get killed by Shipman than by the Toy Box Killer. Yeah. 100%. Me too. But I think Harold Shipman is the worst serial killer. Just for the fact of the abuse of the position and the sheer amount of people that he killed. If I'm not mistaken, if you have like a morphine overdose, you don't feel any pain. I mean, I've spoken to heroin addicts who, or former heroin addicts who, like, heroin sounds pretty nice. Like, it sounds, (laughs) it sounds, I've heard it described as kissing God on on the face. Like, it's, it's. I can only imagine. It's got to be the best thing you've ever experienced if you were to do it. I can, I, I, would can think. I can only I can only imagine. One day. I did meet a guy once in Myanmar. He was there. I think he was from Scotland. I can't remember. He, <laughs> it was, his birthday was coming up. And I was like, oh, what are you going to do for your birthday? So go, I'm going to go to the Golden Triangle and I'm going to find heroin. Okay, man. I, I, I hope I hope you I yeah, hope you luck. do I guess I hope you get like, your head bro alrighty yeah, I guess that's that's really what you the heart is set on then okay yeah, I, hope I you, mean I hope you find what you're looking I for I hope you get it yeah I hope you don't get fucking shot chase the dragon mate yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah chase it man I hope you hope you get it um, well I took a different track with my guy not only is he super prolific at least 143 murders at least um they think they think over 193 victims alone of murders murders alone he was raping and torturing people for a decade before that um over so hundreds of hundreds of rapes and tortures before he decided to actually kill them fuck me um yeah so he's, he's 193 so on on, on on Wikipedia, victims are 193 plus. He was convicted of 142. So 142 that he like he was convicted. found guilty of. Convicted, but Fuck. but he he started killing in 92. He was doing the raping and torturing Decades since the before 80s. Fuck. The reason besides his besides his prolificacy, uh, which is pretty you know impressive if you want to use that word. I chose him for the worst because he's also actively not a very good serial killer. So he falls into the right. worst category for being the worst. He's the worst as far as he killed a shit ton of people, um, way more than Maddie's ever killed. Um, and he's he's <laughs> yet yet, <laughs> and not only that, but he's actively not very good at it. He's not a he's not a Harold Shipman sort of character. He's not he's not a he's not a David Parker Ray sort of guy. Where he's mm. actually like a calculated, a calculated. So what's, what's the story out? then? So he he, he starts. So his so, so, sorry, sorry. Let, me, let me give you let me give you his background. You guys are asking a ton of questions that I don't have the answers to. So I have my I have my little notes, but you guys are going to such yeah. detail. I'm like, oh shit. John's got one 
piece of paper just by itself ripped out of someone else's notebook. I'd Folded imagine. up eight times. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's wrote pocket, on about man. a fifth of the paper. It's like if you were taking notes in history in grade three. It, wa- it was, it was. Matt, Matt watched me take it. He was shaking his head the whole time. Um, so this guy, his name is uh, Luis Garavito, uh, known as La Bestia or The Beast. Um, he operated... In Another sick moniker, by the way. Sick moniker, right. Um, he operated in Colombia, predominantly, but he also murdered in Venezuela and Ecuador, they think. So he was co- he was convicted, like I said, on 143 murders. And an international killer, nonetheless. International, nonetheless. 143 murders, 193 plus likely. But we don't know. Um, so part of, I mean, like all these killers, right, he was operating in a conducive environment for murdering, right? Colombia has been in a civil war for a very long time. Uh, he was picking up on street urgents, um, mm. predominantly. Mm. Again, another common theme, people that wouldn't be missed in society. People that wouldn't be missed. Men and women? No, he only targeted uh, young boys, um, oh. predominantly under 15, as far as I can tell. And was it of a sexual nature? Absolutely. So he had uh, a very, very troubled upbringing. And of course, it, it's hard to tell the fact from fiction but the um you know stories go that he was he was um he tried to protect his mother who was cold and abusive herself from his father who was drunk and abusive so his father tied him to a tree and beat him mercilessly Um, so his father tied tied him to a tree and beat him he was raped by neighbors he was um moved around all the time he was short and ugly and 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 um made fun of constantly just had a very very miserable existence yeah. and of course this is in war-torn Colombia right so he sure. grew uh, up in abject poverty yeah, yeah. intrinsic yeah. and extrinsic factors completely um, it, it is I mean obviously the man is a monster but it's hard not to read his background and think like Jesus Christ like you, there was, oh, you yeah. poor kid little hope um, uh, to give you to give you a little background when he he attempted to assault a, a young boy when he was like 15 um and his dad beat him for not assaulting a woman no wow um, you say assault is in sexual assault sexual yeah. assault yeah like geez. so it's not the fact that you sexually assaulted someone it's, it's not the fact that you tried to rape boy. somebody it's oh, the fact it's that you're gay it's that you're gay yeah for that's, fuck that's your gay. Fuck. um so you can just see how it would take off from there, um, it only got it only got worse. Apparently, he was a he was he tried hard in school, but was very frustrated by how slowly he would grasp things. Yeah, yeah. He seemed to know how capable he was. Yeah, um, sure. have an awareness of or how how little he actually could grasp. Mm-hmm. Um, so to give you to give you a little bit, um, um, he was. I, I don't want to go into too much detail because we've had we've had plenty of horrific details already. But uh, basically. He would um, pose as somebody who could theoretically be around children, a priest, a, a candy salesman, you know, whatever. He put himself in those situations. He put himself, he put, he put himself so when put you him, say he put, like, as in, like, he just pretend to be a yeah, priest? Yeah, he, he, he would pretend Oh, so be, he wouldn't actually, like, apply for that job no, no, and no, get no, it. No, he no, would, no, 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 he was, Sorry, sorry. I, that's yeah, good point. He would pretend to be somebody. He would sit outside of schools uh, waiting for boys to present themselves essentially yeah um and he would befriend them take them to some open space horrifically torture and rape them we won't need to go into too in much open details space i mean sorry not open space like 
a space where people aren't around, right? So was it not like, did he not take areas. these people to his house? No, nope, sugarcane fields, forest. The middle of nowhere. The middle of nowhere. But we're talking like, we're talking like the cutting off of genitals. Oh, jeez. Putting them, like stuffing them in your mouth as you, can you just, can you describe a murder for us in detail? So he, um, at the, at the time he was, he was raping and murdering, or no, sorry, he was raping and torturing Throughout the 80s, right? And of course, he's very conflicted this whole time. He's a devout Catholic. Can't be gay, right? There's no possible way he could be gay. Yeah, of course. Um, he's ha- he had relationships with women that he never was able to consummate because he can only get hard when he's like actively like mm-hmm. pursuing his Wait, when, when, he, when he's, yeah. when when he's, he's being l- sadistic or when, when he's, he's being sadistic with a young boy. So let's see. How young are these boys, John? Under 12. Yeah. I uh, mean, anything that classifies a young boy is too young. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like there's an age where it's Fine. not as bad, but like just to get an idea. <laughs> the thing is, he wasn't very he wasn't very good at this. He, um, I mean, he's doing it in a fucking war-torn country, I suppose. Like, so people they have better things. Like the police, women were- started noticing their children were missing. Um, is what is what happened. Women started noticing the children were missing. Um, so he he was collecting he was collecting documents. He was collecting tickets of like tickets the kids had receipts. Clothes, identity cards, toes, um, you name it. Did you say toes? Toes, yeah, toes, Fuck. like on your feet. Um, so just he's just bad at it. He was frequently like he frequently got hurt assaulting these kids because they would fight back, <laughs> and he would. And how old was he at the time? Um, so he probably in his forties, right? Um, but and so like the children were putting up a fight against him. So like for example, um, uh, he in early 1994 he took a kid from Bogota, about 12 years old. He gave the kid some brandy. He got the kid naked. He bound him in a secluded ravine. Um, uh, the kid, he, le- he let the kid go for whatever reason, and the kid grabbed the knife and, like, severed tendons on his hands, on his hand. Like, he's not, he's not good at it. He's not, he's not. So, yeah, he's, he's pretty shit at doing what at he it. does. Normally, he would tie them up. He would get pretty drunk himself on the cheapest brandy he could find in Colombia. Yeah. He would often masturbate over them. He would then usually... Sorry, sorry. Was he an alcoholic? Yes. He was an alcoholic. So remember this. The murders came after a decade of prolific rape and torture. How do we know he didn't kill then? Just no proven cases. No no proven cases. No proven cases. And remember, this is... I mean, we're we're talking about Colombia... Yeah, in the early yeah. '90s, right? So yeah, this is all the uh, the, ma- the the the, the myth. literally the Wild West. Yeah, we 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 don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um. So okay, you want to you want to get into it? He would the child would endure prolonged rape and torture by having the hands, feet, and buttocks stabbed with a screwdriver. Oh He would place God. broken Fuck. blades in between his fingers and flay the skin and skin of the children. Teeth were often not knocked out, and sharpened objects were inserted into the anus. The penis and testicles were often severed and placed into the child's mouth while alive. Burned with a lighter, stomped on. Deep cuts in the back, belly, and throat. Sexually abused as their intestines poured out of their belly, impaled through the anus, out the mouth, stabbed over a hundred times. Oh my. His climax would occur when he decapitated the child alive or cut the throat as he finished before leaving the severed genitals in the mouths of their decapitated head. Oh fuck, man! I genuinely regret asking the question. Yeah, yeah. You want you wanted this. You you boys wanted this. Necrophilia- Don't say you boys, dude. I was very happy being ignorant until this moment. Necrophilia was often. He often came as they died. <sighs> um. So he's really bad at what he did. He's not good. 
Yeah, he doesn't cover his tracks very He's well. He's not good at covering his tracks. They found containers of lubricant. Most of his victims showed signs of prolonged torture. They originally, some kids were playing soccer in a field, and they, or football, as Maddie would say, and they uh, found a dead body. So he didn't even bother to get rid of the bodies. This dude was genuinely not a very good serial killer. He was not, not I even... mean, to be fair as well, he's an alcoholic. Not to be fair, that's the wrong word to use, but an alcoholic serial killer is going to be reckless, aren't Yeah, they? reckless, careless, clumsy. Severe. Like shit, Shipman had his fucking shit together. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? He knew Severe what he was doing. Severe mental yeah. illness. And, and as the David Ray Parker, right, these men were cold yeah. and calculating. This man was the opposite of cold and calculating. Yeah. He, was, uh, yeah. he, was, he was... Careless. Uh, careless, clearly psychopathic, obviously. He he um And it's one thing to say these killers are out of their mind because they all are, but he was literally by all chemical means of the word out of his mind. He just couldn't be good at what he was doing. How much do you care about being caught when you're on two bottles of brandy as well? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, in that moment he, it's he, just he, a, he just you're going based off instinct right. and exactly. urges. Exactly, you're just a fucking animal. So, yeah. so literally, just an animal. I so like that. He started in nineteen ninety two killing people, right? They started noticing kids were missing. Several women reported their children missing. But again, we're in war-torn Colombia. A group of children discovered a skeleton while playing football in November. And about a week later, they found a mass grave of about 36 children, almost all of them boys, with signs of binding, sexual assault, and prolonged torture. So he put them all in the same place. Like he didn't... In this in this town. In this town. Remember, he was 143 convicted. Oh, for fuck's sake. So there's more. My convicted. God. This What's is just... this con- town called? Sorry. Pereira. Pereira. Okay. Town of Pereira. Um, How do you get away with that for so long in one fucking town? Again, again, the war-torn Colombia, right? There's lots, yeah. of, there's lots of shit going on. In February uh, of the next year, they found two naked children lying next to each other on a hill in a sugarcane field. Only meters away the next day, they found another child's body. Meters? Only meters away. This dude was How not, did he not find the, this the dude third child not, immediately after? No, but did he not go back to the same spot and put the third right. child there? This dude is... Oh, I see what you're this saying. This dude is literally the worst of the worst, I think, in, I think in all the ways. He's, he's just the worst human being ever. He's literally... He's, he's, not, he's not even a good serial killer. He just happens to be... He's the worst serial killer and the worst at being a serial, a serial killer, killer at he just, the same he time. He failed upwards. He failed upwards. So this is the best... This is the best... The best, with quotation marks, part. He, uh, in this, in this same... <laughs> In this same sugarcane field where they found these three boys, he, he had passed out, drunk on brandy, over one of his victims. He had a lit cigarette in his hand. So he ended up burning a lot of the sugarcane field. He left many, many things behind. He left behind his glasses, his clothes, receipts, the address of his girlfriend. Oh, how the fuck? He basically just ran away stark naked, right? The police... So he has he has a problem with one of his eyes that and the police recognize that his, he's got some special prescription right. They initially uh, suspected another pedophile in the area, um, but they so they took this pedophile into prison. Kids kept disappearing. So clearly not him. Clearly not. Clearly not him. They they caught this man, uh, Luis Garavito, because he was attempting to murder another child. Who got away? He was while he was torturing this child. Another kid came up onto the scene, began throwing rocks at Luis, um, and then both to of the help boy, this other child. Both of the child, 
Both of the boys ran away. What a sick kid. Louise was chasing after them, ended up running into a, a girl who he asked the girl where he where the boys went off to, right? She directed him into the woods and he got lost. <laughs> that's oh. how they that's how they caught him. They caught him because he had failed at his the only thing he enjoys doing. He's such a scummy piece of shit, isn't he? Yeah. So, I mean, scummy's an understatement, but like obviously because he's doing horrific stuff, but he's also just a fucking piece of shit. Right. So in in Colombia at the time, and this is where my notes actually do come in. Colombia law limited imprisonment to forty years. You could only be in prison for forty years. In, and, in and what year did he get apprehended? In ninety nine, I believe. They don't have the death penalty. No, no death penalty. I just had to Google a picture of him. I just, I had to put a face yeah. to him. At the age of nine, uh, he was 42, 42 years old. Yeah, he looks middle-aged when he got caught. And yeah. you know, at 40 years, you can still get out when you're 80. Did, like, sorry, I don't know much about the Colombian law system, but, like, do they have, like, early release for good behavior? So, he led them to a lot of the bodies. Um, ah, so, so it's like a plea deal. He was actually, it was reduced significantly to about 22 years. Um, he will be let out in one year. So what this man is going to be on the streets again. That Nah, that's fucking they ridiculous. Have since, Unacceptable. That's they stupid. Have since changed, they have since changed the law. They have since changed the law. But he is not only the worst serial killer as far as the body count, right? Beside, beyond beyond just the murders, the, the, the rape and torture for a decade preceding the murders, right? He's not even good at his job. If he had been in a, in a developed country that wasn't yeah, torn that's what, by that war, was my thought. I wanted to bring this up right. earlier. It's like if any slightly more developed country, he would not have got nearly as close to as successful at, at at what he was doing. He wasn't. He wasn't even good at it. He wasn't good at it. He literally. He literally left behind in this fire that he started from passing out drunk. He left behind his money, glasses, shorts, shoes, underwear, and a note containing his girlfriend's address. So idiot, where right? to find well, me? Please, please, please. someone arrest so they, me by they, all fucking means. So they means. went to his girlfriend's address. She had a suitcase full of mementos, basically. So she was in on it. It's unclear. Yes, it's unclear how much she knew. He never, he didn't, he seemed to be unable to have sex with women. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really unclear how much she actually knew. He seemed to be a drifter. Um, he he worked he worked in a, a supermarket, I believe, but he was it's unclear. He I mean he was all over the place, going from going all over. I mean, I, I I still can't get over what you said about him getting out of prison in a year, right? I understand if you've got a law which says he has to. But then, isn't there also something where you look at someone and you say if they're a, a danger, to, if they're an obvious danger, then they have to be, you know, kept in prison. This but, fella's fucking... But I mean, I guess the argument with incarceration, though, is the rehabilitation aspect of it because they've been in there for 22 years. No, I know what you're saying. I, I know what you're saying. David Ray Parker's wife got out two years ago as well. Fuck. Yeah, so she's out on the streets. She's around. Doing her thing. Some people clearly deserve to never be around. Other like, Are they by humans? the way, I'm not like, I don't believe in the death penalty or, or, on principle. I think some people deserve to die, but I don't believe we should have a death penalty. Like, I'm not one of these people who's, I'm not locked them up, throw away the key, but fuck me. Oh, I, I, I totally do. I don't see, I don't see a difference between throwing them in prison for a long time and killing them. The, the problem is in America, it costs more to kill them than to keep them alive indefinitely. Yeah. So like whatever's cheapest, whatever's cheapest, like these people are, these people are worth less than the money you spend on them. You know what I mean? hundred percent. They they deserve every and it, it it's just we're going into a separate thing here, but it, it it's once you make it legal, 
then you set the precedent and you don't know where that can then go. I'm sure. more comfortable living in a place where we just don't do that as a rule. But, that's fair. That's fair. We kill yeah, a lot of I mean, p- people unjustly in America. So I, I, I understand that. I understand that logic. That's yeah. a fair logic. Do you think there'll be some form of community mob justice when he gets out? I imagine so. I imagine he'll. I, I, I would hope, but I, I don't. I don't know. But I would hope that he will disappear very, very soon quickly. after being released, and the government will just not even bother to. Is he? Is he? I don't know if you know, but is he in like some kind of solitary confinement? Because you'd think he would get fucked up in prison. I believe so. Um, I mean, even on Wikipedia, they talk about how in Colombia, which is not exactly the most like. I mean. It's. I've heard Colombia is beautiful, but I. I don't. I don't know if it's how developed it is. I've never been there. It is an issue. Um. That he. That he is getting out. People feel like it, that he hasn't. Yeah. He, justice has not been served. You know. Just on what you said. Uh, like I know there was the the case with the toy box killer where women threw their knickers at him and stuff like that. And Ted Bundy got a lot of the same attention. But I do think if one of those people was sentenced now and went to prison in England, and I'm, you tell me what would it be like in South Africa? What would it be like in America? They would not get that. Oh no! I can't imagine that kind of thing going on now. I don't know why it happened then. I don't know what the situation is. What maybe is there something I'm missing? But if one of those people goes to prison in England now, they, oh, they are not having a good time. Very similar in South Africa. It depends on the context of your crime, but a- child any, rapists, any child yeah. killers, these kinds of people, yeah, they don't get great treatment. I actually, no. that actually kind of makes me feel good about humanity. They're like, yeah. even amongst criminals... The worst of the worst still detest they get it. people worse yeah, than them. They get it, right? Like, yeah, if, you, if you're if you a fucking pedophile, you will you will die a painful death in the cap, um, in the cafeteria of the prison. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I mean, there's... As, as there's, it should be. As it should, like, there's... There's crime and there's sadism. Yeah, there's, there's, there's robbing a bank and then there's raping your daughter, and that's, that's, a, that's a very different... Yeah. I mean, you could yeah. even spin robbing a bank into a positive light, like fuck capitalism. <laughs> Spread the wealth. Yeah. These fucking jerks don't deserve it. No, it's but, mine. But, but, but. A, a, any, any non-violent crime is, you know, you got to look at it in a bit of a different way. And then obviously violent crimes, you got to look at. Hurting children is a, is a, com- is a, is way different to me shooting a man for whatever reason. Right, for you yeah. beating up a, for you killing a 60 year old for, uh, yeah, for, for I mean, reason. if he gives me any more shit. You, you, you might mean? have to, you might have to. I might have to. The lesson learned is do not tailgate Maddie, the most likely serial killer in the group. Yeah, do not, tell, do not tailgate Maddie. Or don't, or if Maddie tailgates you, just, don't just, say let, it happen. just, let, it just happen. let it happen. Just let it happen. Don't say anything about it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Which of our serial killers would have the best podcast? Not my guy, for sure. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> He's a fucking he, idiot. Uh, <laughs> my guy already has one. It's on YouTube. You can listen to it for yourself. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You just won. You just won. If you want to get in touch with us, you can contact us on Facebook and Instagram at Worst of the Worst Pod and Twitter at Worst of Worst Pod. Otherwise, shoot us an email at worstoftheworstpod at gmail.com. 